have you ever like went past like a um, pond like a man-made pond uh and it's just like a hundred percent mud not like a hundred you know what i mean like the whole like it's just brown is there water in it yeah it's, it's just, just brown, like brown water yeah yeah i've seen that before. what's the deal with that like why is it like that yeah because i mean i get it's like i assume it's like from a like a big storm or something like shaking up and like a lot of runoff bringing mud but like i guess that makes sense to me but like how did that how do they get rid of it like because i know the water's moving but is it like filtering in those fountain things that it does i know fountains aerate the pond so they create oxygen for the fish within the pond right but in the example you're talking about i think it all sort of depends what the pond's intention is because with my job we do um we'll do inspections and maintenance on stormwater ponds so if it's a stormwater pond its main goal is to catch as much sediment as it can to prevent it from leading to the bay. Oh, so some of them, like, that's its job. It's to it's, get all muddy. Yeah, like its that. function is to, and maybe not, it's not good for it to get muddy because eventually it'll trigger, um, you'll have to drain it. You'll have to get the sediment out. Okay, so, so that's how they, that's what they again. do. Yeah. They, they come in and, and drain that, like, through like, a big ass. Yeah, oh, it's like a, yeah okay. I think dredging's the right word for it. Well, I thought dredging was when, like, in the ocean, they went out and they, like, pulled the sand off the bottom of the yeah. ocean and then they, like, shoved it back on the... Oh, shit, yes, that's literally... <laughs> the bill. So that's it's, like literally a, it's like a big vacuum. Describing. Yeah, it's like a big vacuum. With a filter, so the water... Or, wait... So they'll, they'll just pump the sediment out and, and, and the water doesn't need to... the water to, back in. Yeah, because so it, it all if it's it a stormwater pond, it's... It doesn't, it'll get runoff every It doesn't event. matter because mm-hmm. there's no fish in there. Now there there might be fish in there, and there are different kinds. You'll you can have an actual pond, you can have a dry pond, one with no water in it, so it'll just temporarily fill up and then dissipate as the water level goes out. It's kind of interesting stuff. I didn't I didn't really know about it until I got to my current job. Yeah, I figured you were. I was just had the thought of that when I drove past it, but I figured you were probably the right person to ask. They're all over the place too. Yeah, like they stormwater facilities, but. That makes a lot of sense. And that's just to keep it from flooding, whatever. Yeah, and then there's different aspects. Like if you've got, you can have one entire facility that has five or six different um, facilities within. Like different structures to help alleviate the amount of water that's coming in. Or emergency spillways, so if the water level's crazy high and we're experiencing flooding at a really high level, there's another key like somewhere else on the facility that'll help drain the water out before it builds up even higher, you know? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. I was just my, I guess like the idea of them having their own like job is what I was missing because I was like, I feel like that's like not good. If the pond is like, looks like that with all the sediment in it. But if it's like kind of, it's the point of it is to do that. Then it's like, that makes sense. The other thing is, is um, fuck up like a fish ecosystem. Yeah. But one thing you could look at from there is if there was like an active construction site nearby or some development going in, because then that could lead to them not doing their, uh, their environmental compliance stuff. How, why? So if you've got a big, big open, say you've got this developer coming in, they're going to cut down 30 acres of trees to turn into homes. Yeah. If you're not putting up, erosion and sediment controls on that site all the all the trees that you clear all that dirt is now in the open right, right. so it's subject to wind blowing it or rainwater rain. 
causing runoff into the streams and stuff like that. So you have to have um, silt fences, like one of the most common practices used. And that's just used. To, it's a, you've probably seen it before. It's like black plastic lining fence with wooden stakes every okay. five yeah. feet or something like okay. that. And that's like, okay. That's it's used to help. Developmental shape. Yeah. It's helped to use or help to prevent sediment from flowing. Is that just like kind of a temporary solution while they build on it or plant grass or both? It's for, it's in different situations you would do one or the other. So in some situations you would stabilize. Like if you're going to have an open area for this amount of time, there's a lot of rules with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, but because obviously you can't just leave those up forever. Yeah. They're, they're more so used for active sites where dirt is, or earth is consistently. And one moved. of the options for like a more permanent solution to that is a pond. Yes. But you couldn't have a pond instead of the fence. The pond is just used. It's, it's a, it's a BMP. It's called best management practice. So that's like a piece, um, not a tool, but a, um, you know what I'm talking about? The word I'm, I'm trying <laughs> uh, to think of the word. No, no, I don't. I don't think so. So like a BMP is, you've got a list of BMPs, right? Stormwater BMPs. So you've got your, you've seen those, uh, those gutter socks before Mm -hmm. they look like, so those are used to prevent sediment and trash from going into the stormwater outlets. So that would be a BMP, um, paving or creating a parking lot that has permeable pavement. So rainwater can infiltrate through the surface instead of running straight off into uh, different things like that so that would be a bmp it's just different practices yeah different practices to help control uh stormwater runoff damn or like a rain garden or something like is that. there like a, a certain number of those you have to have for every development or is it just like you got to have it covered in water i think there is i think there is a certain if if it's x amount of acres maybe you have to have this this and this and it sort of just depends how much your how much land you're impacting i think that might have mm-hmm. um, an effect on the amount of facilities you'd need but yeah can we stop talking about work for sorry me, please? yeah Thanks. sorry you said you weren't gonna work on this trip good friday's episode 48 what's the deal man 48 you got it no i don't, I don't are, you sh- are you sh- are you serious <laughs> i don't have one dude you said it last week i did yeah uh, you said at least I'll have him for next week. Troy? Palomalo? 43. Oh, I'm tripping big time. Yeah. Well, I think we said that one. I'm 43. I would hope so. I could have sworn you said Troy Palomalo last week. No. Um, Damn, yeah. I thought I thought that was the one no, this week. I, yeah, I could have had oh, this set up no. for that. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I really don't know. I know We're really right? fading fast. I'm I got some for next week. I'm going to pull one out for the, before the end of the episode. I'll okay. take one. That's a good idea. 48. Okay. Quattro Ocho. <sighs> it's been a while since we've been in this setting, which is weird because we saw each other and then we've been recording consistently, but it's been a Only while. Only three weeks. We, yeah. Sat in the same room recording. We're going to have to do it again next week. Mm-hmm. Sorry, right, Tao. <laughs> It's not too bad. No, it's good. It's good to be back. Um, uh, did you do anything exciting this past weekend? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Friday. I don't think I did much Friday. Uh, Saturday. Watch. Started watching the Virginia Tech football game. Rain delay. Looked crazy. It was pouring down there from what I saw. Um, then ended up having to go or going to a wedding later that evening. 
that was a pretty good time. Shout out my buddy Justin. Congratulations. Um, yeah, and then Sunday, regular Sunday, got to play basketball again. That was nice. What about you? Weekend recap. Well, um, on Thursday, I went and saw the Arctic Monkeys in Columbia, Maryland, <coughs> which is a wild time because I did not get any time off work. So um, Thursday at 4.40, I left Charlottesville, drove straight to Columbia, Maryland, <laughs> and then watched them perform and then got back in my car and drove back to Charlottesville and woke up the next day and went back to work. So how far of a drive is that? Four hours? No, three hours? it's like two and a half. Okay. Um, 2.45. It was closer to three going up because of the traffic. Yeah. And then coming back, it was more like a flat two and a half, but... Yeah, it was a uh, great show. Yeah, worth it. Worth the fact that I went to work on Friday with like, I think it was like two and a half hours of sleep, but worth it. Yeah. Um, a- as we've like kind of discussed, and you, li- I-, I listened to the most recent record. It's pretty quiet. You know, it's good, but it's very, uh, you know, there's like strings and uh, it's not like very punchy. Um. You're talking about their last album, Yeah, their right? most recent record, yeah. What was it called? Uh, the Car. The Car, that's yeah. right. So it's, and it's, I'm not, I love it so much, but. Um, and that was did, at the top of the year, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, or actually, I think last year. The or the end, end of, of last, last year? year yeah. Okay. So, because Logan got it for me for Christmas. Uh, so it was like right around then. She got me the vinyl. Um, but anyway, the so they um, kind of start with as they're coming out, there's like this instrumental piano shit happening. And for me, I was expecting them to kind of just continue that in and do one of their more like piano heavy songs from the new album to open the show. But once everybody kind of reached their instruments, they just like hit it and went back and did some like old, like hard Mm. shit, you know? Um, It was really a big smack in the face, at least for me. I was like expecting a different way of opening the show but it was a quick reminder that like even though their last few records now have been like last two have been pretty soft and piano driven it's still like you're at a rock concert you know um so that was really cool so you're saying they started off playing their newer stuff no they started off playing their old stuff oh so okay. that's what's through that's what threw me off the opener was an old song yes the that opening and then they did yeah they didn't do one of their brand new songs to like Five or six songs in. Um, I feel like you don't see that from a lot of artists. No, they they didn't do a lot of songs from their new album. They did a lot of older stuff. I mean, they mainly did songs from AM, right? Yeah, you know, because that's the one that commercially everybody successful. knows. Yeah, but um, yeah, they did a a few songs from some old records that uh, I was really excited to see. They did Fluorescent Adolescent, which it was a big song for them, yeah. so that didn't... But for some reason, that was one I guess I just, like, my brain just forgot. Mm. So they started it, and it was like, you know, that was a pretty heartfelt moment, <laughs> for sure. Uh, but yeah, that that was really cool, man. Um, uh, yeah, I could kind of go on and on about how good it was, but uh, just a well-done production, you know, from start to finish. It was like, this is a this is a good band. Um, phones were an issue, but 
mostly on some of the bigger AM songs, which personally aren't my like favorite of my favorites. So it was okay. You met the guys up there, or what? It was solo. Yeah, I met uh, Matt and Ben up there. Nice. Like, um, yeah. Nice. Cool. Nice, nice. But yeah, definitely worth it. Uh, it was a very long night though. Um, getting back home, and I was like, you know, you're you, we were like in the pit, so you're sweaty. Ooh. So I came home, showered, laid down in bed, and checked like what my alarm was like when I said uh. it. It was like two hours and something. 30 minutes. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't think I would have gone. I don't think I would have gone to sleep. It, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's okay. okay. I, I'm cool to pivot here. Um, d- yeah. What would you have or would you have two hours? I don't think I, I don't you, you would have just pulled it. Just went for it. I would have been so upset. Yeah, I probably would have just gone to work, to be honest. Yeah, that's because obviously like skipping work was not an option. I just started this job. Like, yeah. Um, well, I didn't mean it in the <laughs> sense of like skipping work. But if I'm thinking about my schedule in the morning, if I had two hours till I was supposed to wake up, I'd probably stay up. Yeah, and just had to work early. Yeah, that that thought definitely crossed my mind. Um, part of the deterrent of that is like I can't get in to the office until seven. I don't think. Gotcha. I started at eight, so there's only it's only so early, yeah. and it only takes me thirty minutes to get there. So it's like something about just sitting on the couch for a couple hours is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but man, that, that day was big time brought to you by Celsius. I was fucking pounding some energy drinks that day, but, um, it was cool. I like made it through the day actually. <laughs> and then, um, fell asleep at like eight thirty on Friday and then slept till like nine the next morning. It was, a beautiful thing 12 hours of sleep and still getting up at 9 a.m mm. that's like prime at least for me you went to bed at 8 30 yeah yeah that's money <laughs> that's it funny. was so nice dude um but yeah that that is a it is like kind of a weird thought process there of like should i just sleep for two hours or is that just gonna make everything worse um I think I'm happy with my decision, but I feel like in the past I've definitely uh, went the other way at that fork in the road. Hmm. You get a lunch break at work? Yeah. An hour. Nice. You have to clock out or is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, but an hour is like a, do you get, is that similar for you or how does your, is yours more kind of just, you can just go eat lunch? Kind of sort of depends where I am that day. Mm-hmm. Um, most, if I'm like on my own and I'm, and I have like a job to do that day, I'm probably not taking lunch cause I'd rather just get the job done faster. Cause then you can leave sooner. And then I'll leave sooner and then I'll, I'll probably eat like right after work. Yeah. Um, if I'm, if I'm on a, if I'm overseeing a construction site, once the, once the guys take lunch, I'll usually take lunch. For me, it, and I did this for the show. Um, I like cleared it with my, you know, the managers. So like, uh, is it cool if I just take, you know, twenty minutes off of my lunch, and then I can leave twenty minutes early at the end of the day, which they were cool with. But I like doing that. Like, I wish I could just do that all the time because I eat in like five minutes. Yeah. You know, like. I go out, heat my food. The whole experience of eating for me is probably like 15 minutes because I heat my, heat my shit up, 
um, walk outside, find a table, sit down, eat, listen to a couple minutes of a podcast, and then I'm just like, all right, what do I do now? Yeah. I'm just like twiddling my thumbs for 45 minutes. Huh. That's what I was going to ask. What are you doing on your lunch break? That. Uh, yeah. And then I just go back and start fucking doing work again. Even though like I'm not punched back in, I just like start digging into some kind of like extra because we're still in training. We're doing a lot like we're just learning, you know, but uh, during my breaks, I usually just like pick a different topic or take like what we're learning like a level deeper. So recently I've been just doing a shit ton of like, I guess like pretty basic level physics stuff just because it's fun to work my brain like that. Um, just doing math. <laughs> like I can't re- like I was doing it today and I was like, I can't remember the last time I was like struggling with a math problem. So that was kind of a cool hmm. feeling, um, which is backwards to what I think I would have thought at any age in school. But um, it is nice to just like struggle with a problem and then find the answer. You know, there's something satisfying about that. Uh, so yeah, that that's kind of just what I do. <laughs> I have free time is fucking math. That's really good. I guess. Yeah. It's, I feel better than just like sitting on my phone. That's some child prodigy stuff. <laughs> I, I had somebody tell me that in college when I was a freshman. I didn't, I didn't know if I wanted to switch my major or something. And it was my cousin. He was some kind of engineer. And he said, if you don't like doing calculus in your free time, this isn't for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I always hated all that shit, physics. Um, and I don't know if it just comes from a place of finally wanting to actually, like, enjoying my work and wanting to, like, dig my feet in, you know? Uh, or if it's just sick of, like, pushing the technical part of my brain away and acting like it doesn't exist. Um Maybe because it's like discouraging because I'm like looking at this and I'm like, oh, well, you know, if I was like an engineering major, like this would be so easy to me. And it's like almost discouraging because it's like you makes you feel dumb that these quote simple problems are stumping you. But looking at it in that lens is wrong because it's like, but you're not an engineering (laughs) major. Like you went to school for fucking business, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is like a whole new world. Um and also just this idea, shaking off this idea that like you just go to school and then you go to work, you go to school, learn, and then you go to work and work like you don't learn anything, you know, uh, which is an idea that I've really been working to like shake off. That's like you just keep learning like you're working and you're making money and you're like making maybe doing more outward things than you did in college. But at the same time, you don't just stop learning, you know. Um, but I feel like that's, if you're in a place that like, you're not learning anything at your job, then you're kind of like coasting at that point, or maybe you're not doing exactly what you want to do. Cause it's like, there should still be an eagerness to learn. Should's a strong word. Everybody's different for me. Like, should I, I, without that, like eagerness to like dig in and learn more about it, it's like, I'm just coasting and I can't coast for I can coast when I'm like close to retirement you know but I can't coast for fucking 50 years like you'll just get so bored that way uh, and 
the fulfillment just isn't there for me. But I forgot what we were talking about. Is that something you feel like you've just started, you just got recently with this new job? Yeah. Like the, the, the eagerness to dive in and learn as much as you can. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and just this like newfound love of like just doing like fucking math problems and shit that like I always just hated. Um, I don't even know what it is. It's just like fun. Like I'm enjoying it. Like it's, it's something for me to think about. Um, and it keeps me from just like wasting. Cause I used to just waste hours a day, like just on my phone and shit. You yeah. Know? Um, part of I think part of it is I'm busier now like I don't get a lot of like unproductive hours in the day uh which I'm which is I'm sure very like that's some shit you've been doing for a while yeah now. like um and then you're a little bit more careful how you spend those that time uh which in in just life in general put work aside like that principle I think is super important and cool yeah, I think it can, it doesn't even have to be just work either. You know, as long as you're doing something, if you are having a slow day at work or you're unproductive, it doesn't mean that you can't learn anything out, outside of work. Not saying you shouldn't be doing, you shouldn't be stealing company time, I guess, but. Well, there's a. Like on your lunch break, for example. Yeah. And, and like all this is, isn't to say like never enjoy yourself. Like, you know, like it's cool if you're burning your brain on some shit and then your lunch break, you just want to sit and watch funny videos. Like that's good. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's not like a bad thing. You know, I don't want it to come off like, Oh, you should always be bettering yourself at every mm -hmm. moment of the day. But, um, David Goggins. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get into shit like that. Um, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's been weird for me because I thought that this new schedule would like ruin my mood or make it worse because I was like, oh shit, I have to like get up super early. Like I'm not going to be home all day. Like I have to do chores at the, in the evening and like all the shit. But it's like, I like, I kind of like it all better that way. Weirdly enough. It's made you more productive. It has. And also just in a better mood overall, like in general, um, Things that used to like really bug me kind of just roll off my back now. No, there's definitely truth to that. Like, I don't know. It's, it's like a good kind of busy. And I, I remember when I was pledging freshman year, mm. that was the busiest I was until like junior, junior year, I'd say in college. But I was so busy. I didn't have much free time because I was so busy, but I found myself to be. It was one of the most productive semesters I had in college, I think. Right. You didn't have time to... To mess around yeah. or procrastinate. I had to get stuff done. And you also probably enjoyed those times when you did have free time because it it's less um, every moment being free time, which is definitely what uh, college became at the end, mm -hmm. at least for me. Mm -hmm. It was just a whole semester of free time. <laughs> um, but... uh. Yeah, man. I never thought I would enjoy like having to get up at 6 a.m. every day, but I do like it. Yeah, I noticed I've been getting texts from you at like 6 a.m. I'll, I'll hit you right before I leave the house, and then I'll I'll go hear back from you by the time I get to the office. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, I'm still not on your 
What time do you get up? Like 4.30? I've been trying. I've been trying <laughs> so something crazy. new recently. This is my second week doing it. And I'm trying to do it like three days a week right now. I'm trying to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But I'm getting up at 4, have the dogs taken care of by 4.30, get on the stationary bike from like 4.30 to 5. Damn. And then leave the house by like 5.30. So like shower and stuff and then leave. So I'm trying to do that a few days a week. That's hard. I'm getting better at waking up at four, though. I'll wake up right before my alarm goes off, and it's just I got to jump out of bed. That's the key. Yeah. If I lay down for a second, and I can't, like, my alarm wakes me up every <laughs> every single day. I definitely, like, that is a big crutch for me, but um, if I don't get right up, man, I'm, I'm fucked. It's a trap. I'm fucked. <laughs> Luckily, I, like, have set myself up. I get up at six, take a walk. This is ideal. This does not happen. Take a walk. At, oh, D- take I a walk. You were saying you did. Um, well, I've been pretty, co- I didn't do it today, but I've been pretty consistent unless it's raining. Obviously, um, take a walk, come back, shower, leave, get to the office like as early as possible and then have a coffee at the office and then just chill there. So I, I'm like, I'm getting to the office like 45 minutes before I have to start work. Because 45 minutes before you have to start work. Yeah. Because I'm like, for me, I, I like need a coffee in the morning to like yeah. wake up. And if I have it at home, I get too sucked into the couch, the TV. So I just like go and they have a coffee machine there. So I just go and have a coffee and just sit at my desk and drink it. Huh. It's nice. And then I'm already there. And planning that way, like I consider myself late if I don't get there like 45 minutes before I start. So that way when I fu- like when I'm inevitably like fucking around and running late, like this morning I was doing that. I was like stressing and then I got in the car and like put my office in just to see the ETA and it was like 730, you know, I'm like, you're okay. 30 minutes early. Yeah. I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah, like, dude. Just chill out. But that's, that's awesome. the way to be. Cause you yeah. can't, if you plan to get there at 755, like, when you inevitably fuck up, you're going to be late. Yeah. Like, you have to plan early. So when, cause I, at least me, like I wish I could plan and be like, okay, I'll be there at seven fifty five every single day. But it's like, I'm just not like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's all been cool, man. You don't drink coffee though. Do you No. I was thinking about that on the way up here too. You're a fucking psychopath. Water. That. That's crazy to me, dude. There's no way I'd make it without caffeine. I think that's why I'm able to is because I haven't ever been hooked on or haven't ever needed caffeine in the morning. That's <laughs> <laughs> because I've never done heroin. <laughs> um, yeah, you didn't take you didn't you didn't take it in college. You didn't drink it in college. No, I mean, like probably a couple times here and there, but nutty. I notice like especially in the. For me, it's more the evening than anything. Like, I can usually, like, power through the day, but it'll be, like, 5 o'clock, and I'm just, like, ready for to take a shower and go to bed. But if I had, like, I'll have one in the morning when I first get there, and I have another cup at, like, 3, now I can... You have a cup of coffee at 3 in the afternoon? Yeah, every day. Damn. When I skip it, I notice, like, I wouldn't be able to like form sentences by now I'd be tired <laughs> but it does get me a little too jittery at like so like 3.30 I'm like real fucking eager to You're talk wired. to people <laughs> um, 
yeah, that's the that's kind of the downside. Do you, do you get withdrawals if you don't do it, other than just having low energy? No. Uh, luckily, I I don't, which I'm hopefully like can keep that way. That's why, like, depending on the day, I'll skip the three o'clock. Like today was like a no brainer because it's like okay, you have to get out of here, mm-hmm. fucking drive up there, do the podcast, drive back. But like tomorrow, eh. <laughs> if I'm not that tired at three, like I'm just gonna probably skip it. Um, but yeah, I've also been well. I've been talking about the energy drinks. I dig that too, but I really don't want to get doing that every day. But they just taste better than coffee, and they sit better in my stomach. So that's what like draws me to those. Huh. But I'm trying to stay down on those. Now, did you ever do? The, have you heard of the seventy-five hard? No. It's like this, um, like a workout program type thing in 75 days. Okay. And I think each day the rules that it entails, I think you got to drink gallon of water every day. Mm -hmm. I think you've got to do like two 45 minute workouts every day. Read 10 pages of a nonfiction book every day. (laughs) (laughs) That's some Um, dumb shit, dude. (laughs) Ten pages of a nonfiction book every day. What is, like that's I think that. I mean, I don't think it. Scholastic book for me. I don't shit. think it. Like if I if I were to do this, I I don't think I'd make it a nonfiction book. Yeah, that seems silly. Follow a diet. Work out twice a day for at least forty five minutes, with one workout being outside. Drink four liters of water per day. Read ten pages of nonfiction each day. Take a progress picture each day. After completing 75 days, consider adding the following task. All right, we don't need to do that, but I don't know. It's something I've heard a lot about in like the last three months. Didn't think I'd do it, but I had not. I was thinking about it today. The nonfiction is stupid, but yeah, I, I uh, the 75, like, and if you, and if you mess up, you have to restart. Right. So you have to stick to it. Is there a diet that's part of it or do you just pick one? You, you, you can with? make your own, but like, yeah, don't. Just kind of trust. I think if I did it with yourself, if I did it, I'd probably make it a, a eating window and just cut junk food as long as I wasn't eating junk food and do an eating window. I think that would probably be mine. Yeah, I, I that's probably good for me too. Um, done keto before. Yeah, that worked for me. Works for my dad. He loves that shit. Really? Yeah. Um, I've tried it before. It. It worked for me, but I just like I just like carbs too much to yeah. to not do it. Um, the eating window, though, that's the one that's probably the more intriguing for me because it's like I know I shouldn't be fucking eating at like ten o'clock at night. Yeah. Um, which again has been easier since I started going to bed earlier. But um, yeah, those midnight snacks are hard to kick. The like no sweets thing that that doesn't scare me, you know. Like I I I am an ice cream guy. I, mm-hmm. I love some ice cream, but I can I can get rid of that. You know that that part doesn't freak me out. Um, I mean, I guess no part of a diet <laughs> freaks me out, but uh, the part I always struggle with the most is like fast food because I'll be on the road, yeah. Um, either coming here or, uh, or it's just a tempting thing at lunch at work, you mm-hmm. know, to go get something. And I know that shit is like really bad for you, but it's like, um, we were talking about it a little bit when I first got here. It's like for some, like for some reason I just crave that shit when I'm hungry. 
specifically like shitty Taco Bell, Wendy's, fast food. Yeah. And then I eat it and I just feel like shit afterwards. It's like, what am I even like, what am I getting out of this? It's like a drug, man. Yeah. I don't even want to do it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. It really is. That's nuts. Yeah. Cause it's like you crave it and then you get a fix of it. And then it's like the come down sucks. (laughs) You just like the, the consciousness of knowing it's not good for you. Yeah. You know, it's different than just like drinking a beer. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Even though alcohol is really not good for you either. Well, it, but it's like the amount of fast food I'm eating at a time is yeah. the equivalent to like taking a couple shots where it's like, yeah. that's not good to just do that every time right. you want to do that. Drinking a beer, if you drink a beer every single day after work, like it's not going to kill you, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. That's one I got to kick. That's that is one I really struggle with. Shitty processed food. I like to cook too. That's the thing. Like I'm not, I like to cook. It's yeah. just sometimes that fucking craving just takes over. Yeah. I'm thinking if, um, I don't know. Like I said, when I was thinking about the 75 hard thing today, the thought I had, and I just had the thought not long ago was if I was able to, to work it out to where the 75th day is my 25th birthday. You know what I'm saying? In March. Oh, so then you'd go into go into twenty five with like a fucking rejuvenated yeah. attitude. Because from what I've seen, I've seen a lot like a lot of people talking about it, and like before and after, like day one versus day seventy five, mm-hmm. pr- pretty cool transformation. So I don't know. I'm thinking about it, but I'm also on the side of things like I don't like the idea of giving yourself. I don't like the idea of that procrastination. Like, if you want to make a change, you should do it right now. Yeah, as opposed to the to the to putting it way off. to your birthday. That's like yeah. a very uh, New Year's resolution. Attitude. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I don't like that. Diet starts Monday. Yeah, it's like oh, it's already Tuesday. Got to got to yep. wait till next week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I yeah, don't like that. Yeah, I don't either. But it's hard because yeah. Um, and it's so funny because like we've <laughs> like our brains like treat it like it would be better if. You know, like that's just your brain yeah. procrastinating. It's like, it's like you'd want to start it right before Thanksgiving. Like what? Like yeah. just wait till the end yeah. of the year. Like, yeah. What are you going to be an asshole on Thanksgiving? You know. Yeah. Um. Or it's like, oh, but imagine if you did it right before your birthday. How good that would feel. Yeah. It's like, okay, but like I could just do it right now and it would feel exactly the same. Um. So if we started today, we'd finish on Sunday, November twenty sixth. So I'd already be twenty five. So I guess I got to wait till next year. No, so I just I meant for Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, be, it would end right after Thanksgiving, so the leftovers would still be good, uh, right? Yeah, fair. A couple days. I don't know. I think it's it's something I want to try. If you do it, like, we should do it together. Pete, watch the pod get like progressively worse. <laughs> I think it would get better. I think if we stuck to it, it would get better. Probably, we'd be freaking wired. Yeah, dude. we <laughs> the fucking the ten pages yeah, of nonfiction dude. a day. <laughs> By the end, we'd be like. Actually, you don't really need to sleep at all. Yeah. I'll read 10 pages of something. That's a good idea. I mean, I, reading every yeah. day is a good idea. Um, definitely. Things like that is like. Oh, another thing that my brain does with things like that is like, oh, I don't need some stupid 75 day thing. Like, I'll just do that. Yeah. But it's like, I actually won't. I need something like that that. I do think is like kind of silly sounding, but it's like, I need that to jumpstart me. 
Um, but that's a big one my brain does, which yeah. is the, on the same like procrastination wave is like, oh, that's so stupid. Like read 10 pages a day. Like I'll just read every day. It's like, no, you won't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'd try it though. I'd probably be bad. <laughs> I, d- I really do want to try it, but it's just tough going into the holidays. Yeah. I mean, we might as well wait <laughs> <Yeah>. till. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just wait till next. We'll wait till episode 70. We'll, we'll wait till all right, let's start it at episode 75 and then finish oh. at episode 150 that's not how that works that's not how time works 75 is a long time away yeah I know that was a joke <laughs> <laughs> man well alright let's go let's go Zach Bryan arrest arrested bailed out what happened? I just saw the mugshot. I think I just texted you, Zach Bryan, at like two o'clock in the morning because I saw that and it was free. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" Um, so I know after it happened, he he put out a couple videos explaining himself um, and apologizing for all the issues that were caused and things like that. But from what I got out of it, his security guard got pulled over for something, so he like looped around pulled over to see what was going on or wait till he was ready to go again. Cop came out, asked him like, why are you stopped or whatever? You need to get back in your truck or keep going. I guess he didn't know they were together. And then Zach Bryan started getting all defensive sort of. And the cop was doing his job, trying to contain the situation. And then, then it just sort of kept getting more, um, I don't know. It kept getting worse. So he yelled at a cop and then got arrested. Is that, kind of all that happened yeah the cop was trying to get his address but he didn't want to give it to him because he's a celebrity and all this stuff and he's like i just had 40 of your sheriffs on my show the other night because it's in his hometown area it's in his hometown or mm-hmm. something like that and the guy didn't know who he was and in the videos he he was posted the next morning like apologizing and explaining everything and then like a day later the like camera footage came out of him of the actual conversation with him with the cop and i didn't think that looked real good but yeah, I mean, saying, pulling the, like, do you know who I am yeah. card is like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, that's a not, that's not a good look ever. It's a bad visual, but, yeah. um, at the same time, it would probably be pretty fucking frustrating if you're, like, in your home area, uh, having to do this. Like, you actually don't know, like, <laughs> yeah, actually, do you know who I am? So, yeah, that just kind of sucks, but that, but, I mean, that's not. That'll just disappear yeah. with the next news cycle. That's not like real problems, I feel like. He ended up saying by the time, because they took him to jail, and by the time he left, he like he shook the officer's hand, and they were all all good after that. So Yeah. I, I, I think it's just a bump in the road. At first, I honestly thought it was, I thought it was industry moves, to be honest, mm. to try to get a viral moment, because there wasn't, I don't think, it, nothing's going to stick to him. He says he has some legal stuff to go through, but. Yeah, that's. That'll disappear very A week fast. after your album goes number one, like... Well, it could have been part of that. Who knows, though? I did get tickets to see him on the next show. Oh, nice. Greensboro. Oh, okay. That's where they play the ACC tournament, isn't it, sometimes? Basketball, most yeah. of the time? Yeah. That's cool. That's it's not true. even that far from here, is it? Four hours. Four hours. That's not bad. Well, I assume you can make a weekend, weekend out of yeah. it. Yeah. Things on a Monday. Nice. When's that? August. Oh damn! Oh wait, it's like when you bought those. Yeah, yeah, you got you got some time. Yeah, that's fun though. Yeah, um, 
And that's really what happened with that Arctic Monkey show. Is like I wasn't even excited about it, and then it just was like, oh shit, that's like next week. Um, so that's cool. That's fun. Tickets secure. Are is are his ticket prices too high? I just hear people are angry. I'll I'll pull them up right now. I heard I, that I he, haven't looked. I heard that he has like he chose to. Um, and this this is like. <laughs> My sources on this are bad because I, I don't even, I think it was like Reddit or something, but it was like he has um, something like going on where like the ticket prices are more inflated <coughs> than they should be. And he's like using Ticketmaster and like also like opting for these like inflated tickets. And that's like kind of hypocritical to his whole fucking thing he was doing. Um, and I don't, I, I can't get, I can't say it's super hypocritical for him to use Ticketmaster because they kind of have a monopoly on this. So it's like what choice you don't have a lot of choices when you want to sell big arenas. But um, yeah, if there is like some sort of way he can like set the prices and like not allow them to get inflated with popularity and he chose not to do that, that's pretty um, that seems hypocritical. But again, I don't know if that's true at all. That's just something I heard. Yeah, no, I mean, his reason, his reasoning for going to it, he caught, he got a lot of hate for doing what he did last time about not going through Ticketmaster. Right. And we talked about that before, but, um, I don't know if there's any truth to, to that per se, um, in terms of him inflating prices for, through Ticketmaster. Um, yeah, me neither. I, could be very false. It's I, when I hopped on to buy tickets at Capital One, there were twenty thousand, twenty one thousand people in front of me, and it only seats twenty some thousand people. So, and yeah. I would I'd be willing to bet probably the first twenty five hundred are bots. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just think it's silly to be mad at the artists in that situation when they've already tried to do something that not a lot of other artists do. I mean, artists do it, but not mainstream artists. Yeah, because there's not. I mean, and he's the biggest artist in country music right they now. They have to go to big venues. That's right. how the like they have like they yeah. have money. Um, he's playing Gillette Stadium. Nice. Where is he playing? Greensboro, I guess. Where the basketball so. tournaments I think always stadium is. show, I guess. Um, or arena. Yeah, I mean that's one of those situations that people can just kind of never be pleased. But yeah, I. Oh, okay, so I pulled up Zach Bryan tickets for Pittsburgh on March 9th. Mm-hmm. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Where's he playing in Pittsburgh? PPG? I think so. Um, well, I can't get two tickets. I can get one ticket, and it's 600 bucks For a nosebleed? Section 101. Oh, 101 sounds... Like not that bad. Club level. That didn't sound bad, but it's one ticket only. I don't know, six hundred bucks is a lot for me to spend on a concert ticket. Yeah, that is a lot. But what have you been listening to lately? Oh uh, I don't think anything. Nothing. I don't think anything <laughs> new, no, not since we I remember, yeah, because I was looking at my music this morning and thinking that this was going to be a struggle week for good radio. Really? 
didn't really. I haven't dug into anything new. I have this fucking golden. Um, Courtney Barnett put out like a fucking like fifty minute long like ambient instrumental yeah. album, which I is just there, and I haven't jumped on it yet. Uh-huh. But that is gonna be some nice vibes. I think I might do that like Friday, um, Friday evening. That'd be good. But so that's there. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the Arctic Monkeys obviously get the the live bump after I see a band live. Oh yeah, listen to them so much. So a lot of that. But uh, streams going up. But that's not again. That's not like a new thing for me. Right. Um, yeah. No, I I really can't say I've been listening to anything that we haven't already discussed. You anything? Did you dig up anything new? Some more West Coast music. West Coast rap music. Been listening to that. Uh, G Perico, Pee Wee Longway, Wally the Sensei, um, and then this album, The Future Birds, put out. I had them on Good Radio last week, but I think the album's from 2020. It's called Teamwork. I listened to that the other day. It's decent. And then James Blake put out a new album this past weekend, or this past Friday, I guess. I listened to that. It's only 11 songs, 40 minute runtime, but. Oh, you sent that in the chat, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, production was was pretty cool. That's why I sent it. I'd recommend it just for the sounds. But um, and then oh. I think Sam Sampha put out a couple songs. I like Sampha. I did listen to the Action Bronson um, Tiny Desk finally. Yeah, let's go. What'd you think? So good. So, so good, fire. Dude. It's so smooth, man. Oh my gosh. And uh, that's one of my favorite Tiny Desks right now. Yeah, me too. I uh, that really. Um, Exceeded expectations for me, and I, I figured it would be pretty good. Yeah, but he's a cool guy. I also realized I don't really know that much of his music, which yeah. feels like a mistake. I because every time I listen to him, I like what I hear. So I feel like it's probably time to. I'm surprised you didn't get into it when you were listening to like Freddie Gibbs and Madlib. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, there was like a time where it would have fit with yeah. what I was doing, but um. Yeah, because that's like to me, like I feel like if I threw on that, like uh, that Alfredo radio mm-hmm. or something, I'm bound to get some action bronzes. And that that definitely was like happening, but it just was never. I never like jumped in, jumped in. Uh, yeah. But the tiny desk is very good. So Don't be afraid, man. I know. I think that might be my next uh, jump in because I, I like I haven't done it with like a hip hop artist mm-hmm. in a while. And that feels like it feels like right to yeah. do that because I don't. It's definitely not my primary genre, um, but I, I take like I feel like I go in waves. Like there's there'll be a time where it's like I'm like really digging that shit, and then I'll kind of get off of it for like a really long time. But mm-hmm. it feels like it's been long enough. I heard the song with um, I had Chance the Rapper song with him on it from Acid Rap. What'd you think? I I I like love that song. But I, I meant like I heard it today, uh, again for, for the first time in a while. And I liked it a lot. What song is that on Acid Rap? Uh, nah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah. Nah. I love the bass in that shit. But um, yeah, I heard that on the drive up today, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I forgot! I just watched this dude's tiny desk." So I'm glad that came around because I did want to talk about that. He had one song on his last album. Where the lyric was like, came out the, came out the wet wearing Tim's. Oh my lord, it's Tim. <laughs> something, something. 
Oh no, there's a. I think the album's called Blue the Blue Chips or something. It's it's an album that has um. Why you yeah. always? There's a song called La Luna on there. I had it on Good Radio a couple of weeks ago, and it starts off as just like uh. Um, when you're when you call when you call somebody and they have the music playing like the the hold music. Yeah. It was for like a luxurious rental car company, and they were playing the music. And then you start freestyling over the music. But it was as if the it was being recorded on an iPhone. And then after like the first verse, he came in on like a more Production. finished sound. Yeah. It's nice. pretty cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You want to wrap it up? I guess so. You got anything else? I don't think so. Um, Good Fridays. 48. On the spot. You said you were going to have one. Fuck. Oh God! Why'd you do that? <laughs> Forty-eight. You don't have any. No, but I I didn't promise that I'd have one. Forty-eight. What was what numbers Bud Dupree? Oh yes, dude! Holy shit, my man! Let's All right, go. let's That's go. I'm a fake Steelers fan. Is he still Bud in the Steelers? No, no. Uh, okay. I don't think he's in the league anymore. Okay. So the Titans Dupree, for a second. Let's go. Bud I had Dupree. a 48 Steelers jersey in my head. I was like, who is that? Nice. That's good, man. Cool. I love that guy. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Um, feels good to be back in the studio. It's always a little bit more polished when we're actually here. So, uh, yeah, uh, keep keep listening to us. Keep listening to good radio. Keep rocking in the free world. Who does that song? Do 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 do. Do do. Uh oh, okay. Okay. Uh love you guys. See ya. <laughs>